welcome to PJ Live, the podcast. Our mission is simple. We want to spend time talking to interesting people about interesting topics. This podcast is not just for PJ members, it's for anybody who is interested in the game of golf. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Today we are joined by Tom Oliver, founder and CEO of Tom Oliver Nutrition, to hear his views on the evolution of sports nutrition. We're also joined by two PGA members, Stephen Banks, who recently joined Tom Oliver Nutrition to help support PGA members from an education and sales perspective, and Josh Evans from Millride Golf Club in Surrey to give us his perspective on the growing industry and how his members are benefiting from advice in this field. So Tom, perhaps I'll start with you. Given your background in professional rugby, it would be great to hear how your journey started with sports nutrition. Yeah, thanks, Dave. I mean, I, I, as you know, I started in rugby and I was a, I was a sports scholar at school and I, I favoured rugby, uh, probably stupidly. But my journey started at, at, at school and then Northampton Saints in the academy where I was, uh, I was really entering at the very early stages of professional rugby. Um, and all 20 years ago, it was just get big, get big and get strong and then play, play rugby. Um, I think it's, I, I suffered an enormous number of injuries, which became the sort of lifeblood of my career for the last sort of 15, 16 years, uh, which is helping men people. And then that sort of moves into aesthetics and, and training, et cetera, et cetera. And then into nutrition, uh, which then turned into a business much, much later on. But, uh, but no, my grassroots, my my sort of early education was was SNC, strength and conditioning, uh, much like Josh, uh, working with athletes, uh, people with injuries, getting them back onto the field, playing rugby or other sports. It, you know, after after a few years, I was working with various different people. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was it was mainly through my own experiences with injury, being as I say, made of glass. Uh, I broke very easily, so I spent an enormous amount of time with amazing uh, uh, S&C guys, strength and conditioning guys, amazing physios, you know, the best rehab people, shoulders, knees, hips, backs, so you get a really good grounding of, of injury and injury prevention and rehabilitation. And what it highlighted most for me in those early stages of what was professional rugby from a, as a young age was the, the the lack of all that stuff, the lack of all the prehab, the lack of all the rehab that you should be doing on a weekly basis anyway. And I, I think that really filters quite nicely into golf because you know you could look, you could you could go and watch people on the first tee at pretty much every golf call every golf course on a Friday afternoon and see that none of them warm up, <laughs> none of them have done too much too much sort of conditioning. Um, there's a few little stretches, a couple of hamstring stretches before they go out. And then people sort of wonder why they're a bit sore on a, on a, on a, on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. But yeah, I mean, it, was that, it was that sort of, uh, that, early, that early introduction to professional sport has um, changed so much now in 20 years that sort of fed me to, to sort of continue in my career, which obviously, as we know, has, has ended up in the nutrition space. Um, and, and obviously, you know, now going into golf. Yeah, I think, I think it's interesting where, you know, I was fortunate to, to work in the football industry for a while and I could see how much money 10, 20 years ago was spent on, on the rehabilitation side of the business. Um, but actually, you know, the problem's already occurred. I know it's stated in the obvious, but, you know, changing that dial and changing the perception of 
you know, let's focus on the the prehab, as you say, and, and working on how can we stop these injuries taking place. Um, and, and that's not just limited to, to pro athlete bodies. As you say, the grassroots golfer out there who's not kind of warming up properly or doesn't have the education side of it, um, they could ultimately be uh, cancelling any memberships they've got for a golf club if they've done their backing, for example. So, you know, it's not only an education piece for the grassroots golfer or the pro athlete, but also for PJ members that, you know, to kind of upskill themselves, to give that that knowledge and expertise to their members where possible to make sure that ultimately they're keeping their footfall safe um, and, and having healthy clients. Yeah, you're right. The whole prehab thing is such an important part of all of these sports as we get more professional. And you look at, you could look at, there's two people that really spring to mind quickly. One is Ryan Giggs. He was notorious for doing two or three yoga sessions a week and just, you know, lengthening everything, getting everything to a long state. So just he you know, performs optimally when he's doing his training and what have you. Uh, and, and then the other one is Ronaldo. I mean, he's still top, top, top class. And what is it, 35? Mm. Five now, but he really looks after his nutrition. He looks after his body. He does an awful lot of prehab, as we call it. You know, that might be yoga, that might be activation, whatever it is. But it, it makes a massive difference. And that now is really gonna that that that's coming into golf now. I mean, it's coming into golf, and it's only gonna accelerate in a hundred miles an hour from now on. Tell us a bit about your background. Obviously, a, a PJ member. Fantastic to have you on the on the podcast today. Tell us a bit about your background in terms of your interest in, um, you know, sports nutrition um, and coaching. So I went to the States for university a few years ago. And before that, I hadn't, hadn't really done any strength work or nutrition work or didn't really know two things about it. But obviously, when you get out there, it's quite a hot topic. They're doing it from a young age and they're doing it at a high level and everything is geared towards more performance, um, even in your everyday life. Um, so from there, when I came home, it was more of a, how can I involve this in my golf, in my coaching, in linking everything together? So that was, a, that was sort of the, the first step for me. And then since then, it's been, like you say, trying to incorporate it all. That's interesting. Obviously, we, we were talking about it before the podcast about, you know, the evolution. And you look back at the, the University of Florida in 1965 when... Uh, Gatorade was born out of uh, Dr. Robert Cade um, and the name of the mascot, uh, where they developed a, a, you know, a beverage to help with endurance and gave it to the the pro football team, uh, the college football team there, and you know, therefore Gatorade was born. And now it's a huge juggernaut in the in, in the space, and it's, it's fascinating how the education has to come first before the product is really believed in, um, tried, and tested. And, it, it, you know, it's come a huge way. We know that the nutrition supplements market, what is it, 140 billion US dollars a year, you know, it, it's here to stay, it's here to grow. Um, and, and I guess we're all really just interested in how there is a niche for uh, golf retailers, you know, PJ pros with their shop um, to kind of find a new vertical. Uh, maybe Josh talking about the, you know, the the golf club membership you've got there is it that educational evolution the virtuous circle where you you educate you show them the product they try it out they believe in it because they see the results and it's that you know it's all about the performance and recovery side of uh, you know your game ah oh, 100% it's all i mean the educate it's more trying to change the perception of like the some of the supplements and this and that and making them understand that it's not for 
your elite level athlete it's also for your everyday your everyday person that wants to play their weekend golf once a week but it's just trying to get their lifestyle healthier rather than gearing them for performance for example it's there's different markets and different avenues you can go down dependent on the individual so it's not it's not restricted to to one avenue it's it's an open field sort of thing and 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 kind of how do you see the the demographic the, the, you know the age demographic it's I can see that the the uh, the education side is really pushed to a younger audience um, as a kind of a, a general view. But you know, I think about uh, PJ Pro's um, footfall to their you know their membership coming to the course. Uh, you know, listen, I'm in my mid late thirties now. If I play three rounds of golf, I'm I'm really struggling. You know, with with my back, it's probably down to my swing, um, which uh, you guys will no doubt see very soon. But you know, it's the recovery. You know, I'd love to play three, four times a week, but I know, um, you know, the, the the aches and pains that you get, and that's in your thirties. But you know, for for a big proportion of the membership base of for every golf club, you know, the the footfall. If you can take a sixty-year-old, for example, that would love to play four times a week but can only play two times a week, um, that whole thing around, you know, the warm-up, the preparation, um, and then the recovery um, is, is crucial, isn't it? Uh, I mean, I had a member in a couple of days ago and they'll, they'll, I mean, we were talking about the Tom with the protein powders and the supplements and they're like, oh, well, you only need to take that if you, if you want to get big or you want to put on mass. And I was like, well, no, there's, there's so, so many benefits to protein. And all it is, it's a supplement. It's to aid your dietary needs. So if you're trying to play, like you say, four rounds of golf a week, but you might play twice and then you feel really sore. Just, I mean, you can get a bit of protein powder. It helps your recovery. All of a sudden, you can pop one of those after your rounds. Get a bit, the muscles get a bit more, get more attention after you've played, and hopefully, you can play a bit more, and your body can deal with the demands a lot easier because your your diet and your lifestyle was getting a bit healthier. Yeah. yeah I think I, I, I'll jump in on that. I mean, I think what's quite interesting is, is you know, you sometimes receive a little bit of sort of there's lack of understanding with some of the guys in the in the pro shops maybe don't quite see where it fits in but as josh says you know this is this is not a specifically golf orientated product it's applicable to golf for sure but it's definitely applicable as josh was saying to just creating a healthy lifestyle i think one thing that we've learned in the last or through professionalism we know through professionalism of sport that and and we're not talking not all these people are professional golfers but you know in sport in general you, you you on a, on a round of golf, the average, I think the average walking distance is somewhere near 10K, somewhere between 8 and 10K on most UK golf courses. That's a long way. I played golf in Saudi twice a week and uh, I lost four kilos in a month. I think yeah. Because number one, I was out on the golf course and not eating anything. But number two, I was walking 10K sort of three days a week, which I hadn't done before. So actually I was losing mass. Uh, but as Josh says, we're not trying to turn everyone into, you know, gym rats and, uh, and, and, and pill poppers. But what we're saying is, you know, and, and, and I think what COVID, COVID as, a, as an exercise has shown us is that the need to take care of ourselves, the need to improve our immu- immunity, the need to, uh, to, to create a healthy uh, weight, to be at a healthy weight and the, and the lifestyle benefits that come off the back of that. So... Really, as Josh said, it's a sort of holistic approach. Yes, protein is, a, is, is something that can be put into your diet. 
Um, but it, you, don't, you don't necessarily need to be pushing lots of weight in the gym and you don't need to be muscling up in order to implement protein into your diet. You could, you know, a lot of people skip breakfast, uh, but really important to maintain the lean tissue that you have, even just through golfing, through a four hour round, uh, by keeping a, a higher level of protein in your diet, you're more susceptible to maintain that, that muscle mass and as a result, create a leaner physique. And I don't know many people that don't want a leaner physique in some sort of way, shape or form. So, uh, so there's, there's, there really is an application for everyone, which is why, you know, um, one of the reasons, uh, one of the outcomes of speaking to pro shops is, is education. We, we keep talking about education, this is early stages for pro shops. And one of the reasons we've, uh, we've implemented a, uh, an education system on our website, whereby customers and uh, in pro shops, uh, PJ members and professionals can come onto our website. They can book a consultation, 10 minute chat on the phone with us so they can make the right decision. So they can say, right, well, how can I include this in my diet? What are my, what are my aims? Do I want to lose a bit of weight? Do I want to put on a little bit of muscle? Do I want to improve my immunity? You know, I've got gut problems. You know, should I be taking a probiotic? You know, how much vitamin D do I need really? Um, I don't like popping pills. Is there something you've got that, you know, covers everything? And so we can try and tailor uh, and take away the burden, if you like, of that education. If the pro shop uh, manager, pro shop owner isn't confident to pass on that information, we're not expecting them to be sort of, you know, knowledge bombs on this stuff. So we're here to sort of, you know, offload that, uh, that sort of expertise and, and guide people in the right way. I think I think the the article in in the last um, it was the April edition of the PJ Professional magazine. I, you know, I found the, the the top five products for golfers very interesting. Uh, and as you say, Tom, it's it relates to golf, but it kind of relates to to any other aspect of your life. But you know, I guess for for the the layman like myself, I would never have known that the Tom Oliver Nutrition Magnesium supplements, for example, would help with. Uh, you know the, the the sustaining energy and and helping fight fatigue, which as you say after 18 rounds, uh, 18 holes rather, you know that's where I'm really flagging at the end. Um, but it's the education part. You know, if someone had said to me, "What can magnesium do for you?" wouldn't have a clue until I kind of looked into it. Yeah, what's ridiculous is is 70% of the UK population is magnesium deficient, uh, and that that can come down to many things. I mean, people can probably resonate more with the. Uh, more with the symptoms rather than anything else. So things like insomnia, uh, think muscle cramps, headaches, uh, lack of concentration, uh, fatigue, as you said, all of these things could could well be uh, a magnesium deficiency. Um, and by chucking some magnesium into your diet, um, it, it, you know, can make a can make a big difference. Also, lifestyle habits. So walking the golf course, I mean, a lot, and maybe not having enough hydration or hydrating with caffeinated drinks. Caffeinated drinks leach. Uh, magnesium as do uh, sugars so so refined sugars will, will consume magnesium from the body uh, and then also and probably really applicably to golf a large proportion of uh, of the golfing population is over i think over 50 certainly mm. uh, you know it's got increasing in, 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 a large number of aged uh, aged uh, members um players even um and what happens is magnesium is, is less well absorbed as we get older through the gut. So you generally tend to have a, a, a depletion of magnesium as we get older. So the ne necessity to supplement is so important, but people don't understand that. They don't get it. So, uh, so 
normally what we get actually is when people try to, they try, they, they're magnesium deficient, uh, they take a magnesium supplement, the first thing they notice is they sleep amazingly well. I mean, I notice it when I take a magnesium product. It's the first thing mo most people suffer with is, is interrupted sleep. Um, and that's normally the first barometer uh, to measure, uh, opportunity to measure the, the efficacy of that sort of product. Um, things like immunity products, you know, like, you know, during COVID, our immunity products have gone crazy. So zinc, uh, vitamin D, vitamin Z, C have gone crazy, the sales. They've overtaken everything by, by hundreds of percent. Um, and, and again, those, those three products are sort of, you know, they're not something you're going to automatically notice a difference immediately, but you, you may not get common coughs and colds and things like that, or it may not put you up out for a week or a few days off work or a few days off the golf course if you like and it's that looking after your general health and well-being topping your levels up of these certain certain uh, certain products which enable you to be consistent and that we talk about sport and consistency and consistency of training and that's probably the main uh, the main ingredient for professional sports people uh, when it comes to nutrition is actually just enabling them to be consistent week in week out week in week out and, and which which uh, which you know pays dividends in terms of their performance uh, overall over the, over a longer period of time. So keeping people healthy and well um, really uh, is the is the, the key to this uh, this yeah. new this new relationship with the PGA. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we know that our friends in America, the PGA members, are seeing a you know a big boom in this market. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of you walk into any golf pro shop in America, that they will have a supplement section, just like we have a confectionery section. But I think the UK market is definitely moving forward. You know, you know, looking at the stats by 2023, it's, it's going to be uh, a 15 billion um, pound industry in in the UK. I guess, Josh, from from your aspect, seeing that uh, firsthand in America, um, do, you, do you think it's a shifting of um, attitudes in the UK t towards this this area. I mean, it's uh, obviously going to benefit people's health, but it also benefit the the bottom line for PJ members, um, kind of housing these products in their pro shops. Yeah, certainly. I think that a lot of it is is making a better choice. It's are you going to go and grab a Mars bar from the fridge, or are you going to sort of maybe get a protein or like a nice smoothie or something like that and take that round with you, and then you're going to do the products through the shop. You're going to have better options for them that are going to have lasting longer effects um, into their overall health, which is only going to help the bottom line of a pro shop. Yeah, absolutely. I guess protein. Let's talk about protein for a second um, whilst I educate myself. People will look at Bryson DeChambeau, for example, now driving it a million miles. Um, is that all down to protein in, in very simple terms? Is, is that the key element of, of his shift in performance or or could it be a cocktail of, of other um, supplements and dietary um, measurements. Josh, um, self. Josh, who, yeah, who's that to? Josh. That, that's to Josh. Josh and Josh, Tom, you can come Josh, in. Got it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think it's, it's. I mean, it's obviously a big part of it. I mean, he's obviously spent a lot of hours in the gym, um, and then obviously, if you're trying to build mass and you're trying to get in that sort of hypertrophy range, you're going to need sufficient protein to do it. Um, but it's also a skill aspect, so he means the consistency of getting in the gym, training a lot, producing the force in order to hit the golf ball further. Um, but I mean, it wouldn't, in my it wouldn't be possible to do it without the sufficient protein. So of course, it's it's a major, major part of it. 
Just yeah. to jump in there, Dave, I think, you know, Bryson, I think it was in 2020, he gained like 40 pounds and obviously he's like unorthodox setup and the way he swings a golf club. So it's a combination of that weight gain and his technique and his swing speed, which is why he's able to, you know, hit the ball nearly 400 yards. Yeah, no, it's fascinating. I was and watching I guess... some of his training sessions, actually, and just to jump in, I mean, talking about protein, yeah, the protein would definitely be in a, an important part of his diet. Overall calories for someone like that to put on that amount of weight in that amount of time, just an excess of calories uh, uh, is necessary. But when you when you watch him train, when you watch his uh, his speed session he does, where he basically hits consecutively a hundred balls as hard as he can without, without any rest in between. It's probably literally three or four seconds between each shot. The guy is dripping in sweat. So I mean, you've got to have an enormous amount of you know calories to give you the energy to do it and then also all the other little nuts and bolts in terms of recovery and reducing inflammation things like things like curcumin and omega-3 which help down regulate inflammation you know because because smashing a ball end range you know 100 times in a row that's going to make you sore so uh, so having the right nutrition the right hydration the right rest and recovery protocols uh, is what allows him to then do that same thing the next day and eat, sleep, and repeat uh, to such a level that he'll, you know, get more and more and more and more consistent with it. Probably not sustainable for the next twenty years, all right? Yeah, we're definitely going to have some attrition. So yeah, well, the time will tell. I guess uh, we'll see. We'll see how his genetics are. So uh, oh, yeah, no. m- m- maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, not ideal for your average, you know, once a week golfer because you might be a bit sore, <laughs> might be a bit sore the following day. So uh, Stephen Banks, I'll, I'll come to you. So uh, PJ professional yourself, yeah. Uh, maybe give us a little bit of background as as to how um, your your journey started with Tom Oliver Nutrition and uh, and and it's fantastic that we have one of our own, if you want to call it that, um, working with the PGA through this partnership from a partner side. Um, and, and the support that you're giving PJ members is, is superb. So, yeah, maybe a bit about your background for the listeners. Sure, sure. I've um, been a member, Dave, since um, nearly 20 years now, a proud ambassador of the PGA. Background really in sort of golf club management. So director of golf, general manager with some luxury collection hotels, um, Fairmont Hotels, Ritz-Carlton. And really sort of my love affair, my journey. I've known Tom since, you know, the, the best part of five years and through the family. And really, I'm kind of a, a user of, of um, supplements and minerals and in terms of, you know, trying to improve my own health. And more recently, um, had quite a bad injury, which, you know, the kind of case study I had and a lot of inflammation on my back and probably doing the wrong type of sports. Josh, outside of golf, I did a little bit of Muay Thai and not as young, young as yourself or Tom. But really, you know, trying to control like, you know, more than dietary and protein to try and hit the ball further or get stronger. I'm more in the recovery. I'm 47. I'm not quite a washed up golf pro, but I need to take my supplements. I need to be what Tom is saying. The golfers are not. I'm the guy stretching on the tee, stretching two hours before and, uh, you know, an hour before and certainly afterwards, because, you know, once you do get to an age, you know, golf does take its toll on your body. And whether you're crouching over a computer all day long or you're not doing the right exercises, I mean, I have quite a a different lifestyle in terms of diet as well. I'm 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 not so much protein, but I, I I do ketosis, and I find when I have sugars and I have a lot of carbs, I get inflammation. So, you know, without the sales pitch of, of obviously Tom Oliver Nutrition products, I I do take the Curcumin Complete. 
I take a good multivitamin and I take the omega. And now, you know, these kind of products are, you know, they're, they're not a potion, they're not a, um, you know, a certain, you know, thing that's going to enhance your life. You've got to have a relatively health lifestyle. So, you know, my kind of background is relatively new in nutrition, but I'm I'm one of the the users or the the kind of guinea pigs of the product to, you know, enhance my lifestyle. And we, you know, we really sort of partnered with the PJ, you know, similar values, as you know, you know, when we want to help the 8,000 members, we want to offer that wellness to them that they're probably not aware of. And as well of, you know, at the same time, you know, we want to obviously stock in inside the golf shops and that that's going well as a testament. Josh has got it in there at Mill Ride. Yeah, I, I, I think the, you know, reading about it in the magazine um, in more detail, that there's effectively that the, there's two opportunities for the PJ member. And I guess the lens that we put over any new partnership um, with the PJ is that, you know, what's in it for the PJ member? How's it going to benefit uh, the PJ member? So that's a crucial element of any new commercial relationship that we have. And I think what really stood out to us was the, you know, the the starter pack that you're offering to PJ members. Um, it's, uh, well, there's no risk in it at all. It's sale or return. Um, maybe I'll ask you about that in a minute. But I think fundamentally the, the main one um, that, that really grabbed my attention was the was the own use um, offer that, that you give PJ members. So huge discounts on, on the actual products that they can kind of try before they buy in many ways, Stephen. No, I mean, obviously that was kind of, you know, Tom's idea to give that that good margin for the pros. Um, obviously, we, we realize that once we put it in the pros hands or they're, they're, they're consuming the products, you know, it's going to work. You know, once it works for them, they're going to have a, a better chance of selling it. But we've obviously got a 50 percent margin or 50 percent off, um, which we which you book through the Tom Oliver Nutrition portal. There is a minimum spend of 70 pounds, which goes down to 35. So, yeah, it's really great value. It's uh, you know, obviously a lot a lot less expensive than what they were probably already buying their products. So, yeah, a really great deal. You know, we, we want to do this to look after the pros such as such as Josh there. Yeah, I think the, the whole concept of this relationship with the PGA and, and for us, it was to empower through positive experience. So if we can empower the six, eight thousand PGA members, uh, you know, to use our products, have a and, and, and by empowering, I say, you know, we, we give them a, a very healthy discount, if you like, which gives them the ability to use our product, have a positive experience. And then feed their experience onto their to their members and their clients and their their uh, you know the, the people they interact with at the golf club on a daily basis. Uh, and then obviously through that, the second phase of that is obviously in, into the pro shops. The pro shops whereby we 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 offer them a sort of generous forty percent margin. So there's a retail business in it for them, um, and they feel like it's something they can get behind both from a from a, a theory point of view. If you like, they see the fact that this is something that the way that golf's going. They see it's an add-on. It's a great value added within the within the pro shop, but not just that. It's a business as well. So they have the ability to 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 uh, to enhance their business, enhance their revenue as a as a as a, as a business as a pro shop um, with a good forty percent margin. So so it's sort of we try to make it win-win. We try to make it really accessible to to the PGA member, and we try to make it really accessible to the pro shop to stock us. And as you touched upon, we have those three. Uh, those three starter packs, which, as you said, they're sale or return. We have a 500-pound starter pack. Uh, we have a 750, and I have a thousand pounds. And they're basically they're, they're they're much of a muchness. They're all very similar, but you know the 500-pound one just involves a few less products. Uh, you pretty much get one of everything. 
uh, and then the 750 has a few more and then the thousand has a few more but again it's sale or return so if, if the club doesn't sell the product or some slow moving items will come in we'll say right we'll collect those slow moving items and we'll replace them with fast moving items and they only pay for the products once they've all sold through so again it's we really don't want there to be any burden in any way shape or form on the pro shop we know they're busy they're talking to members they're booking tea times we want to be a great add-on and, and create a great relationship and be partners with these shops uh, and uh, and really through, through those partnerships provide positive experiences uh, for their members and uh, and what we know one of our mantras from right at the beginning when we started the business when I was traveling around the world I was in Singapore Dubai India you name it we, we had a mantra try our product once and if you don't feel something don't buy it again Mm-hmm. And we were so confident. This was started with our omega three product. So our omega three is is a, is a truly, truly unique omega three fatty acid from herring roe. So it's the start of life. It's essentially fish eggs, um, and it has a very unique absorbability profile because it's a phospholipid. I won't get really complicated because it gets really complicated, but uh, I'll save that for Josh because he'll enjoy it. Uh, <laughs> but, but we were so confident that the, well, the number one, there are three reasons globally people don't take fish oils. And the number one reason is fishy aftertaste. And the number two reason is big capsule sizes, soft gel sizes. They're always really big. Mm. Um, And the reason they have big soft gel sizes is because you have to have a certain amount in it to make a claim for heart health or brain health or eye health. The joy about phospholipids is they're so easily absorbed, you don't get a fishy aftertaste because they emulsify in your gut. Uh, And then obviously as a result of that, they're more absorbable, so you need less of them, so they're smaller. So... We went around the world telling people in retail shops, listen, we know our products are more expensive, our omega-3 is more expensive than your normal cod liver oil or whatever you've been taking, but it's way better. And if you don't feel a difference, don't buy it again. And as a result, the business grew and grew and grew, and and it grew purely through trust of the brand, through using the product. And again, as I come back to it, empowering people through positive experience. And that's what we say about these products. And and, and that's what I I would encourage PGA professionals to, to do, try them if they don't work. If you don't feel the difference, don't buy them again. And I would say the same to, you know, people walking into pro shops across the country. You know, uh, if, you don't, if you have questions, write to us. If you have questions, you know, ask for a, a book, a book, a book, a 10 minute call with us. But again, try the products. And, and, if, and, and, and we, we are very confident that, uh, that the people will have a positive experience. So that's really something I, uh, I stand firmly behind. Yeah, so I guess the, yeah. for more information, you've got the, the PJ members website. Um, there's a there's a page for Tom Oliver, which gives a bit more detail and gives Stephen's contact details. Um, so yeah, just pick up the phone, we have a conversation because I think it's uh, there's a lot of learning to be had uh, for a lot for a lot of um, people out there, me included. Um, but it's a fascinating um, topic, and I know that. It's also accessible through Harrods, I understand as well, and a number of other um, high street retailers. Yeah, we're like Harrods, Holland and Barrett, some some of our products, uh, Whole Foods Market, and then hundreds of independent stores across the UK, uh, uh, UAE, India, um, uh, Southeast Asia, Singapore, a lot in Singapore, a bit in Hong Kong. So yeah, we're uh, we've, we've, we've sort of grown quite a lot in the last uh, last five years. So uh, good. We, we, we really appreciate your time, uh, Josh, Tom, uh, Stephen, thanks very much. I guess for Stephen, just as a close, you know, your 
your email address for any kind of PJ members that w- want to take up the opportunity or maybe even just want to hear more. That's Stephen at TomOliverNutrition.com. Um, and even if it's just uh, picking up the, the phone just to maybe answer a few questions, you're happy to do that. Absolutely. We're here to, you know, take any any calls, advice, um, just email or use the phone, which is on the members page. And, you know, we can guide you and talk you through it. And like Tom says, really, you know, to to be in your golf shops is a great margin, 40 percent. It's a kind of a no brainer sale or return. We ship it to you. And then again, we you know we're PGA professionals serving PGA professionals. So, you know, we're there to just guide and advise all the time. We don't want to get it into the golf shops. We want it. To, we want you to make money on it as well as well as consume it. So, yeah, please feel free, reach out, and then we'll certainly um, have that conversation. Okay, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate your time today. Thanks, David. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Please don't forget to subscribe on your preferred platform so that you never miss an episode. If you have any suggestions for improvements, topics, or guests, please email pgalive at pga.org.uk.